Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 242, and today's topic is Bel Air Season 2, Episode 8, titled The Pursuit of Happiness. The description reads... Will discovers the truth about his teammate's absence. So y'all already know how we do. We about to get into it. We about to break it down, dissect it scene by scene, like we do over here on this platform. After that, I will play a sleeper for you guys in my Joe Budden style. Shout out to the pod father, Joey. As always, if you need to get in touch with me, my Facebook is Alicia Shanice, Instagram Alicia Shanice Reviews, email Alicia Shanice Reviews 13. You guys can inbox me if you have any recap requests, with that being a TV show, a movie, a docuseries, an album. You know, you can inbox, DM, or email me. I'll get your recap request out within a week or so. Also, if you guys have any businesses, brands, or any music, or anything you're working on, make sure you let me know. Uh, with that being email, inbox, or DM so I can get that out there and, you know, spread love. I, I love to show love to people who show love to me, and I love whom loves me free of charge. You know what I'm saying? If you got anything you're working on, I just want to spread that love out and shout you out, you know, let us all support each other. And recap requests are free as well. I just, like I said, I just, I love to show love. So if you guys have something that you're into that I haven't checked out or just haven't recapped, let me know. Cause I watch other shows as well. And I don't be knowing if you guys want me to recap them. I try to recap my favorite ones, but if you guys have something that you into, let me check it out and I'll do a recap request on that as well. Now, if you've listened to the podcast exclusively on Spotify, can you make sure to please hit that follow button? It will help your girl out. Also, if you listen on Spotify for music, I have made all of my music playlists publicly and I have every genre because your girl got some long range music ears. All you got to do is type in Shanice Loves and then I know at least one playlist will populate. If you click on the picture profile, it takes you directly to the rest of them. And like I said, I got every genre. So as far as Bel Air, this episode was fire. It was fire. All I can say is. Damn, Carlton. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get into the show and let's talk some Bel Air. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Shanice. And I'm just coming in and check in with y'all to remind y'all to protect y'all energy, as I always say. Life is at, you know, we have very different stresses at all time high. Why not go ahead and take you guys a nice vacation at a reasonable price with a trusted travel agent, you know? And that could be a solo trip, a trip with your boo thing, a family trip, a girl's trip, a guy's trip, whatever. Just let me let y'all know this right now. Visit tbookedit, T-B-B-O-O-K-E-D-I-T. Follow them on Instagram, on Instagram, or you can send them an email at tbbookedit at gmail.com. The world is a beautiful place. Let them go ahead and help you discover it. Go ahead and release those stress vibes and go ahead and enjoy your vacation. At TB Booked It, they got all the reasonable deals. And just let them know, your girl Shanice, she sent you there. 
is Shanice, and she's the one. Her name is Shanice, and she's the one. So this episode opens with an unviv. She's preparing a speech or more like damage control to justify her beliefs on how she um, feels about her art, how she did her Instagram live talking about what her art meant for her and that she was the artist behind the painting. And, you know, she's just hoping that it won't take away um, her role of what she has in the foundations. Um, now, <clears throat> the fam is backing her, of course, and really she didn't do nothing wrong, but we seen um, the last episode that she got a direct me- message from Janice, and we've seen that Janice has just been on her back since she started. So Will and Uncle Phil, they kind of call a truce, and Uncle Phil, you know, tells them, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and give you your space. You want your space? I'm going to go ahead and give you your, your space. Now, my thing with Will... <laughs> listen I know I I complain about Will each week Will all right he all right you know he's just a teenager teenagers think they know everything but here's my thing you living with Uncle Phil you need to kind of humble yourself bruh and show some respect because you thinking Doc is all this and that and of course you know teenagers they do have people they look up for and they don't want to hear what their parents or guardianship has to say but you know, if you think Doc just going to come let you live with him and do all this for you, you are sadly mistaken, bruh. And you are very, very blessed, you know, to have a, a uncle-like feel to take you in into this beautiful home and, you know, not mistreat you to, you know, be that father figure that you never had. So, you know, Will, he he a bit much sometimes. <laughs> he a bit much. But, you know, him and Uncle Phil, they call it true. So, Aunt Viv, she's like, oh, thank you, Lord. But when Carlton comes in the kitchen... We see it still smoking the air between the two cousins. And, you know, you know, they just kind of avoid each other. Now, Carlton, he has a little nose bleed from all the little sniffing he's been doing. So, you know, uh, Viv, like, what's wrong, Carlton? He like, oh, nothing, nothing. It's just my allergies, you know. 
So we get into the next scene. And Jackie comes in the gym and she, you know, apologizes to Will. She was a little tipsy the other night. He brought her home and she like, you know what? It's a lot you don't know about me, but if you still interested, you know, I can open up more and tell you what's going on. So they agree to link up because, you know, of course, Will is still interested in her. He don't let, you know, that one night destroy the little chemistry that they do have. And, you know, he asked her, you know, what's up with Brian? And so she tell him, like, you can tell that she know more. And she like, you know, we'll talk about that when we, you know, have our little one-on-one and I, you know, give you the real on what's going on with everything. So while they talking, Doc walks in and he tells her, like, look, don't say too much. You know, don't say too much. You don't know too much. And she just kind of looks at him like she always does, like really aggravated, you know, from playing whatever game he has her playing. So in the next scene, we see Uncle Phil and G. They show up for the big game because it's the, it's the big game. And it's a big deal because this is the first time Will is playing with the team. So um, while they're waiting for the game to start, G, he ended up apologizing, you know, just for being so distracted lately and tells Uncle Phil, like, I know I've been distracted with the whole thing with Frederick and getting back in, but I'm letting you know I'm 100% back in the game now and I, I got your back. So him and Uncle Phil dap it up, and we also find out Frederick has went back to London. Now, Doc, he goes in the locker room and, you know, let the team know Compton is in the building and they ready to play. So, you know what I'm saying? It's time for the day team to go out there and show them what they do and, you know, who house they in. So Will gets his jersey, and he gets jersey number 14 because he was born on the 14th. Um, born at 4.14 p.m. And I just kind of had to pause the little episode and write down that on my little extra notepad. And I was like, okay, you know, Bel Air, y'all cool and all, but don't go shouting out all these goddamn numbers because I'm a number player. So y'all going to have me going to the goddamn store. Like, let me get 14, 14, 50, 50, 14, 14 straight. And then give me 4, 14, give me dollar straight, dollar box, will it that way. So y'all can't just be throwing out these numbers because I like to play the numbers. So y'all going to have me spending money because I'm sure going to go play 14, 14 tomorrow in the midday. But back to the show, back to the show. So we get into the next scene and we got pretty girl here she she laying in the bed you know doing what you know we do when we you know end up going through a little breakup and she you know reading through the text messages between her and jazz and we seeing all the sweet messages they used to send each other and you know the girls they come in her room like you know what uh-uh enough of this laying around normally you would have been downstairs making us breakfast hyping this house up we getting you out this goddamn house <laughs> So, you know, they're just showing their girls some love, showing, you know, and like, you know, you've been moping around. It's time for you to get out and enjoy yourself. So we go back to the next scene and, you know, we go back to the game. And, you know, the saying that they have, Dorothy, I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. <laughs> well, Uncle Phil was like, gee, we definitely not in Bel Air no more because they was definitely you know what I'm saying, where Compton was in the building. And it wasn't like a Bel Air game. They straight in the city. And we see a man who keeps looking at Doc from the crowd. And, you know, you know, he keeps staring hard, you know. And, 
the score keeps being close and doc you know he he looking at them like look we don't lose we don't lose step it up step it up but the dude who was from who was in the benches the way he was look uh in the bleachers the way he was looking at doc was like you know what i'm saying he had some money on the game or it was a lot of a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that they hadn't pretty much showed us yet but we could show dude was a serious cat the way doc was looking at him so we see the game gets personal between the fellas and Uncle Phil like, yo, ref, that's the internal file. <laughs> then you got dude on the other side like, man, quit all that goddamn crying. <laughs> and G got to step like, hold on, we got a problem? Uncle Phil like, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> so the score ends up being uh, Zenith having 86, Compton having 80. And we see the way dude was looking at Doc when the game was over and we look I you know I was confused because I'm like hold on you know what I'm saying what they what they got going on you know what I'm saying of course you could tell they probably had some money or some type of wager going on on this game with the boys but it seemed like dude would have been happy because they didn't team won so I didn't know what they was going on but you know doc he headed back to the locker room geeking the boys up so we see in the next scene the head of the board they um of the foundation they meet up with um viv and they like you know what forget what jan is talking about she old school we are loving what you're doing and you are bringing in a whole new younger audience so they offer her um the position in the fellowship and you know they like you know what Viv, we going in your direction. It would be better, you, you know, you bring in more fresher audience, you bring in more fresher ideas. So um, Viv is like, what? She thought she was about to get terminated, but instead she got a promotion. And not only just a promotion, a director promotion, you know, Janice position. So then we get into the next scene. And Uncle Phil and G, that when they walk out of the game, they see Doc arguing with the same dude. So we already know, G. He loved Will, like, you know what I'm saying, a second son, a nephew, himself. He like, you know what, you already know I'm on it. I'm on it. So we know it's tension in the air. We know it was something going on with the game. We know it's a lot of smoke, but it ain't really came out what Doc is up to. We just know Doc ain't right. So in the next scene, it goes to the school, and Carlton surprises Lisa with a little gift. You know, he gives her a little kiss on the cheek. It was a sweet little moment, but you could tell she kind of felt – uncomfortable she had that look on her face like you know what i'm saying this little gift cute and all but i hope you don't think we getting back together <laughs> and you know he don't really pay no attention so it goes to the next scene to the office and um james uncle phil's law partner he come in with vintage 44 and they ready to celebrate you know for their third partner and you know everything they have going on with the firm now it cuts back and we see uh Lisa and Drew, they still going strong, and Will ends up seeing them. So he goes to tell Carlton, like, look, I need for you to talk to Lisa and let her know what kind of dude she's dealing with, because it was him who leaked that tape. And, you know, if I tell her, I'm gonna look like a hater. So Carlton, you know, he like, well, I'll talk to her and you know, I apologize. But Will, he he don't accept the apology. <laughs> he tell him his apology ain't worth shit. So, you know, it's still tension and smoke between the cousin brothers. Now, in the next scene, Viv talks to her friend about accepting the award because 
she like, you know, I don't want to just step on Jenna's toes. And, you know, the after that, the Erica Baker topic comes up. And I got to say, I liked her friend because her friend was like, you know what, Eric, Erica who? Erica, Erica Baker. I know this ain't the same Erica Baker. From, bitch, let's go get the keys and key this bitch car. <laughs> I was like, okay, event friend, we see you, we see you. They had me really wanting to know, like, what is the deal with Erica Baker? What did Erica Baker do back in the day? So I'm like, all right, um, Viv, you better listen to your friend because my motto was kind of like hers. When they go low, we go lower. <laughs> so in the next scene, it cuts to Ashley's school. And we see she gets teamed up um, on a project with the little hater girl. And then it cuts to Hill, pretty girl Hill. She goes to visit her ex, Marcus, and they discuss some biz. Well, she's there to discuss business, but he like let's go swimming because you know he still wants some pretty girl heel now i'm team jazz personally but you know the ex he is a little charming and we see he is trying but you know i'm still team jazz <laughs> so we see in the next scene the firm they end up recognizing Derek, the third partner who started the firm with uh with uncle phil and and james and he has passed on now and i'm just like well damn that's pretty amazing because we see their old college picture and we like you got these three black brothers who went to college together and actually started started their own law firm that's like some impressive stuff you know and of course james and uncle phil going through their thing right now and it got to be bittersweet to have your third partner gone so we see that this was all in celebration of him you know that they're toasting to so we get into the next scene and Carlton tries, he tries, Carlton be trying, y'all, come on now, he be trying, he tries to go talk to Lisa and, you know, tell her, you know, Drew ain't shit, but she doesn't believe him. She like, you know what, it's the same thing you did with Will, you only telling me this because you think we about to get back together, you gave me that little gift, but you no, know, Drew wouldn't do that and everybody changes, look at you. So, you know, like I said, Carlton was trying, but, you know, she kind of snapped at him and didn't believe him and thought he was lying. He just had to let her know, like, look, you think I'm stupid. Don't nobody want you back. And second of all, the only reason you with this dude, because it's the only person who will pay you some attention because you're trying to get over Will. And you you knew that was going to hit a nerve, Carlton. So, you know, she gives him the heart. Fuck you. <laughs> she walks off. And that causes him to go meet up with Connor because he need a little more pick me up so i mean carlton why you have go to connor's car why carlton why carlton you need to go to rehab not to connor for no more pick me ups okay so next scene next scene we get lisa her her car won't start her father him and Angela, they're having a brand new baby. So she's trying to hurry up and get to the hospital. Here comes Will. He like, Lisa, your car ain't working. I can help you. And she like, I'm good, Will. Thank you. And he like, but I'm good. Okay. He walks off and then, you know, she turns the, the car and you just, ch -ch -ch. he like, Lisa. <laughs> so he just go over there, give her that little look. And she kind of smile like, Okay, I'll take the ride. So she eventually accepts the ride. And uh, <laughs> we see the next scene, Ashley. Now, 
Ashley, she ends up working with the little hater girl. And, you know, the little hater girl tells her, like, you know, you know, I didn't, I'm not the one who snitched on Miss Hughes. She was my favorite teacher, too. The only thing I was was a little jealous because, you know, I was her favorite and then you were. So I'm like, mm-hmm. Little hater girl. I don't know if I believe that or not because all we've seen is her looking and then next thing you know, Miss Hughes is fired. So, Ashley, little sis, you might want to watch her before y'all become buddy-buddy. So, we get into the next scene. And... Carlton heads over with Connor and they go over to Connor's new friend slash Diller's crib and we can just tell they are they have all servings they like how you want it you want to snort it you want to shoot it up you want to take pills you know how, how do you want it and all I could think was Carlton take your ass home go home Carlton Get the fuck from out this house, Carlton. <laughs> so in the next scene, we see James. He confronts Uncle Phil about having secret meetings. And James is pissed. James is like, you know what? We built this together. And you was mad at me for going behind doing stuff when you wasn't even here. And I'm trying to hold it down. Now you having secret meetings. So James is pissed. He let Uncle Phil have it. And he walks off. And you could tell Uncle Phil really thought about what he said. So it cuts to the next scene after that. And Jackie, she ended up texting Will, like, you know what I'm saying? When you coming? And we see he's at the hospital with Lisa. So, you know, he sees that she kind of needs him and he decides to stay there a little longer with her. Now, in the next scene, <laughs> we got on um, V. I'm like, all right, Auntie. <laughs> Um, Viv steps to Erica Baker. Erica, like, Viv? Um, Viv, like, look, uh uh-uh. We we ain't even about to play that little, hey, Viv game. We about to have a real conversation. Let's go talk. Let's go talk. (laughs) But before we can get a backstory, it cuts back to the hospital. And while Will, you know, is talking to Lisa, you know, letting her know, you know, it's going to be okay, you know. You, you know, your dad does love, you know, just trying to be there for support. You know, they were together when she was going through everything, you know, with Angela being pregnant, with feeling like she was like an outsider. Her dad remarried quick. He moved on quick. You know, Will is there for her. And then Jackie get the text of him in all caps. And when a female texts you in all caps, uh, you better respond, bruh. So she like, where are you? All caps. <laughs> and he like, you know, I'm running late, my bad. But he decides to still stay a little longer. And we see, you know, he still does have, you know, a little feelings for Lisa as well. He might, they might not be on that verge of their getting back together. But, you know, he still really cares for her because uh, he just wants to be there for her for, for moral support. So we get into the next scene. And pretty girl Hill, she is with the ex and she is getting wine and dine. She didn't got her own little billboard. The ex goes on and declares his, you know, he wants her back and, you know, he's going to do all he can, you know, whether she got a man or not. And all I can say is, well, damn, you know, I'm still team jazz. I'm still team. Listen, y'all, I'm still team jazz. But, you know, the ex, he was putting it on strong and, you know, we don't really know why they broke up. He could be a good guy, but I'm still team jazz because I'm always going to be for the guy who's just down to earth and 
Jazz really cares for her. He's not with her for the money, for, you know, her, you know, influence that she has with social media. He likes her for her, cares for her for her. And Jazz is just a really good dude. So I'm still team Jazz, but, you know, the ex, he, he, he coming correct. So we get into the next scene and we see Uncle Phil, he decides to stay loyal to the firm. He like, you know what, James, I heard everything you said. We both took secret meetings. But at the end of the day, we built this shit with the three of us. And it's just the two of us left. And like they say in BMF, from the womb to the tomb, we started this shit together. We're going to end it together. So Uncle Phil decides to stay loyal to the firm that he helped build. Now we get into the next scene. And we get the backstory with Erica, Aunt Viv, and Uncle Phil, the whole entanglement thing from college. You know, Erica was Aunt Viv's line sister, her BFF. And, you know, Uncle Phil and Aunt Viv took a little break, and Erica slid her sneaky ass in the game for two years. So, you know, Aunt Viv, like, you know what? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You, uh, hell no. This is my husband. We ain't finna play them little games. And y'all know how I'm always talking stuff about um, Viv. Not this episode. Not this episode. Because I was on um, Viv's side. I said, check that hoe, auntie. Let her know that's your motherfucking husband. Listen. <laughs> Let her know that's your husband. We ain't this this ain't college no more. So I felt um Viv. So y'all won't hear no complaints about Aunt Viv on this episode. <laughs> now in the next scene, we get to the snort party. And we got Carlton, Connor, the other dudes. They dancing, they snorting, they drinking, they having them a good old time. A good old time. Only for Carlton to wake up. He was confused about where he was at. He didn't see nobody else. Connor was missing. His car was missing. His wallet was missing. He went out to some rain. And all I can say was Carlton. But what did it for me, y'all? What did it for me was the next scene when we seen this fool sitting at the bus stop in a goddamn rain. And it was the way he was sitting for me. I'm like, <laughs> it was the way he was sitting at the goddamn bus stop like that, like a little helpless little child. And then when the truck pulled up at first, I'm thinking like, okay, he didn't, you know what I'm saying, call Will to come have his back. But I just knew that was Will in that truck, but it was, it was unveiled. So he called his mom. And she just pulled up. She like, what happened? And of course, he, he blamed it on the meds. I mean, he said he was drinking, but he, he he basically blamed it on the meds. So we see a few hours has passed and Will is still at the hospital with Lisa. Now the baby has been born. So her dad comes out. He tells her, you know, the baby's been born. He tells her that he loves her. And he thanks Will, you know, just for being there for her, which was big because remember, the dad wasn't really, he wasn't feeling Will at all last season. That was a little bit of that part of their breakup. He was not feeling Will. So, you know, he thanks him just for being there. And it was a sincere thank you. And then, you know, Will look at his phone and then he remembers Jackie and he takes off. Now, when G was making Carlton that tea and Carlton was just sitting there looking crazy as hell, we already knew G was on it. 
he wasn't buying that story. He was looking at Carlton like he knew it was more to it. And like I said in that one episode when Carlton and Will snuck out the house and went to that club with Jazz and uh, G came back that same episode, I said, well, G back ain't going to be no more sneaking out the house, hiding stuff from the parents because G going to be on it and he going to know what's going on. And not only that, uh, Hitman G ended up finding the information out about Doc. So he tell Uncle Phil that. But while Uncle Phil and uh, um, Viv was talking, Uncle Phil ain't buying a word of what Carlton is saying. He like, you believe that? And she like, well, we just can't call him no liar, you know. You know, I have checked on this, and the doctor confirmed that, you know, when people get took off their beds, they have hallucinations. <laughs> but Uncle Phil wasn't buying a goddamn word of what, uh, what, um, Carlton was, was selling so we see Will he shows up and Jackie has already gone Jackie probably got pissed and went home now when he walking out he walk he runs into Brian the team member who uh was no longer on the team and Brian ends up warning him about Doc but they don't let us know at the time what's going on but well, we know Uncle Phil already know what's going on because Hitman G found out so <clears throat> It cuts back to the the big house and Hitman G. When he said he was back in a hundred percent, he back in a hundred percent because he didn't found Carlton's car, his phone, and his wallet. And he know it's way more to the story. He like, look, where you say you left your car at? This car wasn't nowhere near that area, bruh. And you know what? You need to go ahead and come clean for your secrets out beat you. So all that shit Carlton been up to, it's a wrap because G on G about to be on it. Now we get into the last scene. And Will comes to Uncle Phil humbly, may I say. <laughs> because now he didn't found the truth out about Doc and he just looked hurt. We found out Doc been taking all type of bribes to get, you know, the team in colleges, on, you know, other teams. He just been, you know, scouting them out, just doing all type of shit. And Uncle Phil just looking like, mm-hmm, because he didn't already found out. And, Uncle, and and Will, he the one who brokenhearted because he thought he could trust Doc. And I'm wondering, I'm like, yeah, you was running your mouth last episode, letting them know that Uncle Phil got you out of trouble. So I'm praying, you know, when Uncle Phil going to try to get you off that team, that Doc don't try to pull no shady stuff with that information. But we'll see. We'll see. Um. You know, Will, he a teenager. Teenagers think they know everything. So he ain't doing nothing abnormal. You know, when you were a teenager, we all have people who we look up to, who we think are just this and that. And our parents try to warn them, like, listen, you got to learn a lot to learn about life. You don't even know. So he ain't doing nothing too abnormal. He just look up to Doc. Doc is cool. You know, saying he got that, you know, streetness to him a little bit, that edge. So he, he look up to him. But, you know, everything is not what you think it is. So... Uncle Phil gonna be there for him regardless. But uh, uh, this was a solid episode. This was a really solid episode. It started off a little slow, but this season is getting stronger and stronger. I really am enjoying it. We only got two more episodes, two more episodes to go. So I, I just thank you guys for tuning in each week. I hope you guys been enjoying my recaps. Please don't go anywhere because I have my sleeper for you guys. Shout out to the Pod Father Joey. To whom it may concern, Joe Button is the podfather. Listen, I 
fucks with Joe Button heavy. Like one thing about me, I always root for the underdogs. That's why I love 50 Cent so much because like Joe Button, he went through a lot, a lot in the industry and he didn't have his shortcomings, his struggles and no, he's not perfect or whatever, but the way he rebranded himself, I will always big him up for that. And that's where I always say, let me play my sleeper always, because that's not my idea. I just got that idea from his podcast. So that's why I always show homage, you know, as a small podcaster, you know, just giving, you know, big ups people who inspired you to get your dribble right and want to get in this game. Because I didn't want it to be in this podcast game since 2013 and then 15 really heavy and just didn't had the courage to do it and just seeing joe do it and his resilience joey is definitely the pie father and then you know even 50 cent why i admire his career so much is because you know them two they they didn't just get things handed to them they really got out there and hustled for it and you know i i, I, I just be inspired by people like that because in life man it will knock you down and you have to just get back up and try again and try again until you get it and stay consistent with your, um, with what you got and what you want to do with your ambition. So that's why I always say, Joey, he's definitely the pod father. That's one of my favorite podcasts that I listen to. Um, so shout out to uh, Joe Budden. You know what I'm saying? You give me a little podcast deal, Joey. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. But, um, this is my sleeper and my Joe Budden style. Uh, I'm going to play some Larry June, Water My Plants. I hope you guys enjoy this song. Chanel on my face, got a block Real low key, I be out the way. I'll take the Chardonnay with the Kobe stay. Meet me round seven, baby, don't be late. Chanel on my face, got a block, hey, real low key, 
got me out the way. I'll take the Chardonnay with the Kobe stay. Meet me where I'm seven, baby, don't be late. All right, that was that Larry June, Water My Plants. Nice little vibe, nice little vibe. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, We're going into the weekend, so please be safe. You know what I'm saying? It's the weekend, so get out and have your fun. You know, we got a little life to the fullest, but just remember no distractions and, you know, to protect your energy. Got anybody in your life who is an enemy to your energy, please dismiss them, please. Uh, life is too short. So just get out there and get it. And remember, the sky is the limit. Hope you guys have fun and be safe. I'm dropping content all weekend. I just dropped Snowfall. Um, I'll get Power Book 2 out tomorrow. That recap out tomorrow. If you guys have any recap requests or anything you need me to shout out, please hit me up. And if you just want to say what's up, that's cool too. I love you guys. Thank you always for your support. You don't know how much that means to me. Please guys, if you listen to me on Spotify, please hit that follow button. Y'all have no idea how much that will help me. Much love to you guys. And I will talk to you tomorrow. It's your girl Shanice and I'm out. Help you enjoy the show with your girl Shanice. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.